Blink, blink, ding, bling. Ding, 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 Welcome. Beep, beep. <laughs> I don't know. Hi, Amy. How are you? Hi, Jackie. I'm good. I'm really glad you didn't yell the welcome to Hell Yeah podcast because I thought I thought about saying, maybe don't yell it because Will is driving and I don't want you to die. <laughs> well, I was going to say, Amy, do you know why I say beep, beep? I, I do. Because she, I'm in a car. You are in a car. She is in a car. Uh, that is why her audio probably sounds different than mine. Apologies. I am on hour eight or nine oh. of the longest uh, car ride in the entire world. Oh. <laughs> Painful. Uh, we we drove up to uh, New York to go to my sister's wedding, which was so mm. nice. I got to see my sister marry the Oracle, and that was very Oh my God, I cried so many times. I haven't seen my family in like a year and a half. Yeah. So it was absolutely wonderful. And um, when we were planning to, when we first started making plans to go up, things are still pretty iffy with the, well, things, uh, I was going to say things were pretty iffy with the virus and flying. And I mean, as far as I know, things are still pretty iffy now. I know people mm-hmm. are flying a little bit more, but uh but definitely at the time we didn't like plan on buying any plane tickets. So we just drove from North Carolina to New York mm-hmm. and according to Google, it's an eight hour drive, but Google is a liar because between traffic and pee breaks, it's been about like 11 hours. So, oh, And that's just we are too almost long. Home. Too yeah. long. <laughs> too, too long. Uh, but at a certain point I was like, Oh, this time <laughs> we could be recording or doing something about King of the Hill. So uh, Amy was nice enough to call me on Zoom and, and record a, a little mini-sode this way. So yes. thank you, Amy. Uh, well, hey, my pleasure. But yeah, so we, yes, this is a mini-sode. You're right, Jackie, because we really did not want to kind of, ha- not even half-ass. It wouldn't really be half-ass, but it just wouldn't we didn't want to run the risk of audio being super off, whatever, for uh, the next episode that we're supposed to record, which is Hanky Panky. It's a fan favorite. It's, you know, every everybody loves that episode. We would hate to not do it justice uh, as much. Yeah, as- if it was a shitty episode, like, right. you know, rodeo days. <laughs> Just kidding. I really like that episode, too. I can't think of a non-iconic episode, but I feel like Hanky Panky really is. Mm-hmm. One of those big ones where it would be unfortunate to have it be me in a car with terrible audio, completely <laughs> unprepared, just hating life and and sucking on a mint because I'm a little bit car sick. Oh. Uh, it deserves it deserves better than that. It does. It does. But this mini so does not. So this is what you're getting. <laughs> no, it doesn't. This is- <laughs> <laughs> and you will take it. 
All right. <laughs> uh, fuck this episode. It's fuck bad. this episode. You should turn it off right now. <laughs> right now. No, don't do it. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. We haven't even told you what it's about yet. So what yeah, we're going to talk wait, about. Just listen first. Let, yeah. Decide. God. God. Give us that much grace. Could Would you please? So anyway, this episode, this little mini-sode, we are going to be talking about Jeffrey Delano Boomhauer. I don't know if that's his middle name. I assume. (laughs) (laughs) I was very impressed. I was trying to act like I knew that as well. Of course, Delano. (laughs) Delano. Could you imagine? We all know him. Could you? All all, uh, J-D-B. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) J-D-B. <laughs> uh, no, Jeffrey Jeff Boomhauer. We, what what was it, last week? So last week, uh, Johnny Two Cellos. I know a lot of you follow him on YouTube. A ton of people follow him on YouTube. He has fucking over 100,000 subscribers. It's crazy. He was crazy. so kind to give us a shout out in his most recent video. Uh, it was about is Bill Bobby's father. And mm. right in the beginning, he gives us a shout out. He talks about our episode that we did with Pat from the Arlen bystander about that very topic. And, you know, we were just blown away by that. It was awesome. A lot of people, maybe some of you listening now heard of us from that. So thank you very much, Johnny Tuchellos. but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But I was you know, I watched that episode or that video of his, and then I started watching some of his other ones and really amazing quality. He's really insightful, um, really smart, really breaks down things, but like in short videos, which is awesome. Oh, thank God. It's only like 10, 15 minutes for most of them, (laughs) which is just (laughs) enough. It's just enough. But I watched one. Huh? Perfect for me. Uh, Yeah. Same. Um, but the one uh, one that I watched called The Lone, what was it? The Lonely Texas Range. Hold on, let me figure this out. Hold on, I don't want to get this wrong. The one that I watched and I was really like kind of inspired by was is called A Lonely Ranger, The Boomhauer Story. So he goes, uh, John, Johnny Two Cellos goes through like, it seems like most of the characters uh, in King of the Hill and kind of is a breakdown on them. But this one is based off of Jeff Boomhauer, which even in that video that he did, he points out that there's in the 200 and some odd episodes of King of the Hill, there's only two that are Boomhauer centric. That blew my mind. Right. As soon as I heard that, my brain immediately went into, there's no way I can think of all of these things, but he, he does make the point, you know, it's not like episodes where, He's featured in lots of episodes and even has, you know, a pretty prominent B plot. But as far as episodes where his story is the main story, there are almost none, which is cr- that blew my mind. Yeah, I mean, because he's in almost every episode. He's in almost every single yeah. episode, but only featured in like two. I mean, Bill has more stories than him. Dale has more stories. All of the guys, everybody, almost every character has more stories than Boomhauer and um you know uh, but those two episodes are really good ones they're they're like full of drama and like heartache both of them uh 
so very I'm, they they give a lot of like for how little he is like really like featured prominently the two episodes he does have really provide a lot of insight into who he is absolutely so i thought hey let's talk about who boomhauer is what is boomhauer why is boomhauer and where is boomhauer nobody knows wait did you say that already i did not where is he where is he is he still floating on that inner tube in the river is he, is, he- is he still in that insane asylum? <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> All right. Now what? <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, uh, I, while watching it, I, uh, again, I, I did this while I was driving. I couldn't really take notes. So I just took a bunch of, I turned on my closed captioning and took a bunch of screenshots. Mm, Um, And so one of the first things that popped out that old Johnny T. Cellos was uh, highlighting was, oh, well, I thought this was hilarious. One of the first things that pops up that I had no idea about is that apparently Boomhauer is fluent in French. Yeah, yeah, that's like in one of the, that's in that one episode where the Canadians, they do like a house swap thing, him and Boomhauer, or Boomhauer and the Canadians, and like this fun USA versus Canada thing. But yeah, he he's fluent. Well, I'm just surprised that this didn't come up when they were down in New Orleans. <laughs> down by Alabama. <laughs> Maybe he didn't have a reason to showcase it. There wasn't a hot babe for him to impress. Maybe, <laughs> but I, that was fascinating to me, mm-hmm. um, but that was being discussed when, oh, that was like one of the things that came up before, um, before it got into like uh, the two main episodes, but uh, the video also discusses Boomhauer's family, which apparently are primarily based in Ireland, although there is one episode that uh, is mentioned uh, two coaches and a Bobby in which Boomhauer mentions that his parents are living in Florida, but it seems like that might just be like a temporary thing. Cause it seems like the majority of the time they, his family is based in Ireland. So that stood out to me. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I also um, always noted. So like his, 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 he mentions Johnny two channels mentions that, you know, we know that, his father is a doctor uh, and that they seem to have recently moved to Florida. And as he's saying, like, as he's talking to coach Sowers, he's like, yeah, great. Dang old Florida won the lotto. No worries. So like yeah. his parents won the lottery. <laughs> I mean, wow. He comes, he's, he's got a lot of money coming to him at some point between a doctor and a lottery winning family. My God. Yeah. Well, of all the things, in the video, I think one of the points that stood out to, I mean, I feel like Johnny Tuchello's really did such an incredible character analysis, especially given the fact that there's not too much mm-hmm. information going on, right? Or not too much information given to us um, it, throughout the series. And the, the analysis in this uh, video made Boomhauer feel 
even more human to me. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> he's pretty prominent in the series, but at the same time, I don't speak his language. I don't understand what he's saying a lot of the time. Um, I don't know too much about his background or, you know, what motivates him, his desires, all that. So it, it's easy for me to not think of him as a real person, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but Johnny Two Shell Shellows. <laughs> Johnny Two Johnny Two Shell Shellows. <laughs> happening i've been in this car for so long (laughs) no she's losing her mind (laughs) you're just gonna Uh, highlight (laughs) drooling by the end of this episode (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's what happened to boom hour he just went on a really long car ride and he's never the same um johnny two cellos makes two points or three points about boom hour uh that kind of paint a relatively sad picture of him. Right. I think he even says in the video, you know, we always think of Bill as the sad character, but it seems like Boomhauer is maybe the most isolated. Uh, The first point being that, uh, well, uh, one of the points being that, you know, he's a serial dater. Mm -hmm. uh, So maybe he has commitment issues. Mm -hmm. Another point being that he you know, it kind of changes from episode to episode sometimes, but it seems like for the most part, people can't understand him. So it's almost like, I know he's joked about it, but it is almost like he's just trapped in his own body. That's the barrier to uh, communicating and Mm -hmm. connecting with people. And the fact that we find out that he is a Texas Ranger and it's mentioned that there is some debate, you know, maybe he's undercover and it's because he's keeping tabs on Dale, but even if he's not undercover for whatever reason he has this part of his life is never discussed with anyone around him mm-hmm. uh so it just kind of feels like a, a secret right um so just taking those three points in it really does seem like wow he he has this incredibly rich life that is never discussed um it's like rarely addressed and it all does seem really isolating in some ways. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. You said so many good things and you touched on so many good points and yeah, the the way he says that there, you know, there's um, the joke that like all of the immediate characters, the main characters can understand Boomhauer, but everyone outside of that doesn't, seem to be able to comprehend what he says. Even the woman, I think her name is Marlene. I can't remember the woman that he like falls head over heels with immediately just is mm-hmm. like, look, I barely even understand what you say half the time. And it's like, yeah, crushing. it's part of this really crushingly rejected, like crushing rejection <laughs> that he's like at the end, other end of. So it does seem like, you know, he's pretty limited in his interactions with people because or even like creating relationships because of that aspect. Um, The fact that he is a serial dater and he's just kind of seen as like a womanizer or he kind of doesn't treat women super well. And he just sleeps around a lot. Um, But there's, 
those two episodes that he is featured in, that he is the main character, they're both about how he's lonely. Um, the first one is Patch Boomhauer, where his brother, we find out that he has a brother who's almost exactly like him, but even like, m- <laughs> like more amplified and, and has like no conscience, uh, is apparently about to get married to Boomhauer's ex, probably like high school love. And the fact that Boomhauer didn't know about this shows that there's like some sort of disconnect even within his family. Like he doesn't even have a good relationship yeah. with his brother to know that he's, Ooh, he's yeah, he's been dating this woman for so long that now they're getting married. Um, and we see him, you know, really longing for her and he's having dinner by himself and he's feeling really lonely and just unfulfilled. And there's, so there's that episode. And then there's the other one. Of, of course, I can't remember. I think it's dang old love with the woman. I'm going to say Marlene. I'm not totally sure. Don't come for me. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that one shows him like immediately falling for this woman who's a mirror of himself. It, it, she is, she is him. She's got a hot car. She's got like this nice house. She's very aloof towards him. She's like, Hey, hit it and quit it. Get out of my place. And he's like, Whoa, hot. Like he's really yes. into her. Like she's to the got point babe coming and going. Right. And, and he's like immediately smitten for her, like to the point where he goes and gets his grandmother's ring and, proposes to this woman uh, and that's like a pretty desperate act to do when you've barely known someone for a couple of weeks um and i think it kind of highlights how lonely he is oh that's so true too you're you're blowing my mind now on top of <laughs> the blown the pieces that were already blown so it's like double blown there's nothing left um, you're definitely you- going to be drooling by the end of this <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> <Just> blowing <Shireen. laughs> but I, when you were talking when you were talking about his brother and just the fact that his brother was getting married and he didn't even know it which really speaks to you know maybe a disconnect within his family mm-hmm. but but also the fact that his brother started dating a former love of his and didn't even you know, maybe talk it out with him first. Like, would this make you uncomfortable? Or, or I, I think you should know that I'm gonna, I'm in love with this person or something. I don't know. Right. Um, I mean, he even shows so up and he's like, yeah. hey, guess who I'm dating? Pretty sick, right? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's blowing my mind. So, but I will say, and, and lonely. Even- <laughs> I was lonely, say, lonely life. Lonely, 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 lonely. Okay. Um, my lonely. Sorry. God, my loneliness is killing me. And I. Dang old. <laughs> uh, okay. But it, Sorry, go ahead. Well, just these two episodes, and I love uh, Johnny Two Cello's analysis and your analysis of his analysis <laughs> it really uh paints this vibrant picture of him where we just see this deeper lonelier part of boomhauer but it's also highlighted that 
he also demonstrates a lot of growth, even yeah. just in the these two episodes in which he's featured, which is also that also really speaks to his character. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, because you know, we get all these snippets into who Boomhauer is. Like, you know, he can play the banjo. He has an amazing singing voice. He's got a hot car. He's, you know, like this, he's always getting women. He um, seems to be like kind of the sage one. Like uh, even Bobby says like, oh, I see why my dad's always quoting you because, you know, he always has like, seems to have good advice when he finally does speak. Um, But then we get these two episodes where they really go deeper into who he is and it it, it just kind of shows like you said that he's just like this well he's like this he's an actual person and um oh fuck i forgot my point <laughs> shit no <laughs> where was i going with that oh fuck um i don't know the, i don't know where i was going with that he experiences oh that's right yes so <laughs> <laughs> so the the thing is is like we get all these snippets of who he is. And then we get these two episodes that really show like, not, not just that he is a lonely person. Cause he clearly is, but like, you're right that he, he is capable of growth. So while he has some like, not so great personality traits, doesn't treat women very well, you know, he's whatever. That's the main one that I can think of. He at least has the ability to like grow and be a good person like he recognizes that he has been shitty to women and he goes and he apologizes a lot of people wouldn't do that they would maybe recognize it but then just be like all right i guess in the future i won't be like that but he goes and he like yeah speaks them out and says hey i'm sorry uh, that was shitty yeah of me. you're a person too you're a person and too and to be respected right so you know it really shows that he he is a good person and you know i guess we should know that because he is I think, and I've said this before, I think that he is Hank's best friend. Bobby's middle name is Jeffrey. He, his middle name is after Boomhauer. It's after Boomhauer. So, well, now you're blowing my mind again. Because (laughs) I always, I always just put that into like the fan theory category of just like, did he ever get to hook up with Peggy? Well, did she like secretly name him after Right. because she like holds the candle for him or something but I love I love the idea that he he is so important to Hank and Hank would I mean I feel like nothing they do in this show nothing the writers do is done by coincidence I mean it makes me think about that one episode where we were laughing it's uh oh it's the episode where Peggy finds out that Nancy is having an affair with John Redcorn and right. John Redcorn is Joey, uh, Joey, Joseph's <laughs> little Joey, Joseph. Hey, Joey. And, and there's one, there's one episode or ep- there's one part in that episode where she's going into her backyard and she just walks into the glass door and we're just <laughs> like, ah, ha, ha, ha. What a funny random moment that the writers put in there for no reason. That's so funny. But then come to find out from like a really, uh, well-researched and insightful, uh, you know, fan of the show saying like that was just kind of like symbolic, you know, uh, it, Peggy not seeing something that's right in front of her face. Right. And so it really makes me, I think about that all the time. Anytime there's a moment where I'm like, oh, what a funny random thing. It's, I just think they don't do anything on accident. Like they're, they're, 
too much thought that goes into this show. And mm-hmm. for Bobby to have his middle name be Jeffrey of all the names in the world. Right. That's got to mean something. Right. Well, and, and even, even we know that, I mean, there's, there's just so much more to Boomhauer than is shown for us. I mean, even him and Peggy's relationship, and I don't mean that in the bill is Bobby's father way. She apparently knew Boomhauer before she met, like, that's how she met Hank. She met Hank through Boomhauer. They were friends. Yeah. And I just think that just kind of blows my mind. So, you know, I think that it was really, I really love that video that, you know, what Johnny Tuchels did, because, you know, those two episodes with Boomhauer are some of my, like, they're in my top 10 favorites. And it's, there's two reasons why. One, because, you know, with Patch Boomhauer, we get to see, it's a really good story. We get to see Boomhauer is a good, he is genuinely a good person. Um, even if he has his flaws, which who doesn't. And then the second one, the dang old love, I love it because we get one of the best fucking moments in King of the Hill. It is one of my favorite moments. And it's when Bill has like taken Boomhauer to like talk to him and help him. Cause Boomhauer is like miserably depressed. He's so upset. He's so sad. He's heartbroken. And Bill has this incredible speech that he gives him and like kind of helps him like realize like you will feel better. You can get over this. You will try again. You have to. And it's like one of my all time favorite moments in King of the Hill. And they're both. And two of those things are like, you know, they're both Boomhauer centric episodes, which we only get two. And, and I, you know, I always forget about how much I like those episodes and how much I like Boomhauer as a character because we see him as so one dimensional. He's just got this guy that you can't really fully understand every once in a while. He says there's like a funny joke about, you know, his womanizing or his voice or like, you know, the way he speaks. And he's not, he's not very expressive. Like, like physically either. He almost has a face like Ladybird, where you just (laughs) can't read it. (laughs) You know, I almost spit out my beard. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's like Ladybird. Holy shit. Oh, and he doesn't have a tail. So we can't tell if he's happy. We just can't. Yeah. But he, that, that really is such a special scene that I, I do forget about a lot, but it really is such an incredible scene between him and Bill because they are, they, within the, the four guys, the friendship group of Bill and Dale and Boomhauer and Hank, Bill and Boomhauer seem to be on almost opposite. I mean, there are a lot of spectrums going on in this friend group, but like on a certain spectrum, a few spectrums they are on opposite ends just like their relationships with women and how they express emotion and how they communicate and confidence levels all of that and like they're both bachelors i know we've talked about this before they're both like bachelors but one is a kind of confirmed bachelor one maybe isn't not bachelor but not by choice it's just and so you don't really get to see just the two of them in a scene that Mm -hmm. often right and to have bill be the one that's there for boomhauer while he's going through a breakup is just so beautiful and rare right oh god oh i got goosebumps i just love that scene so much every time i see it i'm like Mm -hmm. fuck yeah bill oh god it's so good it's so good but 
this has been a great conversation. I've really enjoyed this. <laughs> I've enjoyed this quite a bit. I, <laughs> I'm so excited about Boomhauer. Uh, I know. I've just, I, I, we, we talked so much about King of the Hill and we've watched all of the episodes multiple times, but it's so nice to consider like one of the characters that we think we know so well on this whole new level. Yeah. So another thing that, you know, you mentioned it earlier about the Texas Ranger thing and uh, Johnny Two Cellos also talks about it. And, and I was really interested in how he mentioned, he was just like, so, you know, the big reveal at the end of the series is that apparently Boomhauer has been a secret Texas Ranger this whole time. And he even says like, yeah, you know, people have said that there's this whole theory about him, like watching Dale. He's like, and I like that idea. He said, but I don't, you know, he's like, I don't really think that's it. He said, but it is. And he, and I've always said, like, I was like, oh, I think that that was just like something that the the creators threw in last minute as like a, here you go to the audience. Here's like a big reveal for you or whatever. But if I just kind of, if I let that go, I like the idea of this just being Boomhauer's job and it's kind of secret and, and it adds that other layer to like his maybe not loneliness, but isolation because I mean, think about it. If Hank knew that Boomhauer was a Texas Ranger, Hank, his best friend knew that he was a Texas Ranger, then he would be, you know, all over that. He would want to talk about it all the time. You know, he loves authority. He would love to talk about, you know, he loves authority. He loves justice. So in whatever way that he thinks that justice is, but he would he would want to talk about it all the time, but it's never spoken about. So, and even in one of the earlier episodes, it's it's said like Boomhauer says that he's on disability from like uh, workers' comp, like he's on a disability thing. So maybe that's just a cover for what he actually does. So I I just really liked how that was put. It was just like yeah, it's just kind of the secret because he doesn't really he doesn't really talk about it. It's not that he's watching Dale. It's just that he kind of has this secret life and it's something that he has to like keep quiet, which I mean, that's a huge thing to have to keep quiet your job. I think that's a really good point you made too. Like, I just don't see Hank, it not coming up in conversation with Hank, even if, I mean, even if it just happened to not be featured in an episode, like, I don't know. I guess it's possible they could talk about it when, you know, the episode's not on. But mm-hmm. I just don't see that not being addressed at all. Right. If Hank knew about it. Right. Absolutely. Or Dale. You know, I feel like Dale wouldn't trust him. Oh, my God. Right. So I think I think that was pretty much all I had to say in regards to just like the whole, you know, that video that we watched and Johnny Tuchello's video and, you know, the things that I had in my head. But I did throw up a quick question on our Instagram and our Discord. And you might be thinking, what is this Discord that you're talking about? So (laughs) uh, for all of our Patreon subscribers, I've created a private Discord uh, channel and you can all if you're whatever tier you're in two five or ten you can get the link for that and you can join it's got 
all of our friends in there. I've been hanging out in there all weekend, uh, chatting with people, talk about King of the Hill, posting funny memes. People are talking about their lives, what they're doing that day. It's been really nice. It's been a really nice way to connect with our patrons and or Patreon subscribers and, you know, just have like a casual way of chatting with them. But I, I posted in there and it was nice because I actually, you know, Instagram only gives you so many, like I'll put listener comments for this episode, go. But this time I was able to like say, you know, I was able to type more and people were able to respond with more things and they're all so insightful. It was beautiful. Um, So I'd really like to talk about some of those things. I would really like to read some of those things that our patrons said. I would love to hear some of those things. Awesome. All right. So I'll let you know what I wrote. I said, you know, what do you think about Boomhauer? Do you think of him as a one-dimensional character? What about the Texas Ranger thing? His perpetual singleness. And Scrobbins09 says Boomhauer sometimes... Scrobbins, yes. Scrobbins09. I don't know. I like thinking of it as Scrobbins. Actually, I prefer to think of it as Scroton. I... I (laughs) I knew that's why you thought that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. So they say Boomhauer sometimes has the most deeply philosophical things to say, or is just the voice of reason that we can sometimes understand. He doesn't get nearly enough dedicated episode time, such as how the one that got away put his womanizing in context, knowing no one can ever rise to the level of his lost love. Mm. I know. So, you know, again, saying basically that he doesn't get enough, doesn't get enough airtime or special airtime and kind of shows like why he has been kind of a womanizer and not really uh, dating anyone because, you know, whatever that woman's name is, I cannot remember from Patch Boomhauer (laughs) is, you know, the one that got away. Huh? Meredith Marlene. Marlene was Marianne. the dang old love. Got it. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> so very good points. Scrotums. Scrobbins. <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> uh, j 90 says, I think his status as a Texas Ranger makes him seem more like a one-dimensional character. He can't discuss his career like the other characters. His tendency to gravitate towards casual relationships is also probably a preference of his that allows him greater focus on his career. Hmm. Yeah, so that one's a little bit different. I like that one. You know, yeah, it's, it's a little bit different. Right, well, <laughs> it's a little bit different because we were saying, oh, he's more lonely because he can't talk about his career or, you know, it's hard for him to have relationships with other, like, you know, deep relationships with people because of his career. But this kind of makes it seem more like, no, he wants his career to be his main thing, so he doesn't really care about having deep relationships. And I was wondering too, you know, if he if he uh, doesn't date as much, maybe partly because he has a hard time connecting with women, or because he has never gotten over like a past love, or if it was like a safety thing, like this is a huge undercover thing that you're involved in and so you just can't you right. like are you want to be in a relationship but you can't be in it right right which is sad yeah sad god fuck that real sad 
Is Boom Howard the new Bill? He is. And honestly, I don't know. I feel I like Bill. I've always liked Bill. He is gross. There's gross things to him, but I think he's <laughs> I don't know. I've always liked Bill and I still would rather have sex with Bill than Dale forever. Always. Oh, oh yeah. my God. I thought you were going to say Bill over uh, Boom Howard. I was like, you're crazy. I don't. I mean, maybe even Bill over Boom Howard. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Absolutely not. Put a we'll put a poll up right now. Would you bill or boom Howard? What do you think the results would be? We already know. Look, I want to get bill dozed. Okay. Put a, would you would you be able to put a poll up now? I'm just curious, like what the initial responses would even be. Yes, I will. I will definitely put that Thanks. up. <laughs> Give God. me a second. <sighs> Sorry, I kind of fully derailed that uh no 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 no. i no i'm excited about this i can't wait to see people's reactions are going to be curious well, for us even asking not to get too off topic but all right so if you had to choose between <laughs> boom Hauer and dale what would it be boom Hauer. okay by far <laughs> i cannot st- dale is disgusting <laughs> to me i cannot stand dale he is disgusting and He's- you know what? It, oh God. Okay. You know what? I think I would pick Bill over <laughs> because yes. when I picture him in the woods with rabies, just scuttling around and just making weird little sounds and killing those little animals and putting them on sticks. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's just, no, no. I have no interest in that maniac. And he'd probably put a camera in your house after. Yeah, he'd probably insert a camera into you in some hole of yours. Oh, like a tracking device or something. Ugh. God. And he'd probably have like the worst sexy talk. It'd be something about like accepting his seed and like, ugh. (laughs) Oh my God. I bet Bill would use weird baby talk though. Like, can I like goofy goof inside of your woo-wah. <laughs> Can I stick my wee-wee in your woo-woo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my wee-wee wants to sneeze into your woo-woo. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, uh, maybe... I think that Boomhauer is a much less pathetic version of Bill. Yes. He, he, uh, they're both, it seems like they both, we've decided are extremely sad, but <laughs> Boomhauer is much more palatable. Yes. Yes. At least oh. he keeps his sadness inside. Thank God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I guess that's where the whole, like, him not emoting in any way really benefits him in in some ways because people don't feel as much pity or disgust. Yeah. Which is sad because, you know, men should be able to also express how sad they are. But Bill is, it's not even just, it's not even just about Bill being sad. It's about him being very, very desperate. (laughs) And, And not being able to like, to the point where he's almost not able to function or like take care of himself, you know? Right, exactly. All right, so next one. This one's 
pretty interesting. So this one's from Nordo is the best. And they said, I think for a 90s sexually aggressive comedy character, he has aged exceptionally well. Uh, oh, uh-huh. very nice. Right. Very nice uh, comment. And here's something that I think, you know, it goes completely against what we were just saying. Like, I think that he's a good person because he says, if you look past the 2D character, if you look past the 2D character, you don't get much of a good person. He's a cop. Valid. Valid point. He's unable to take a hint from women. He has an incredibly short temper, which is interesting. I don't know where they're getting that one from. I'm curious. Yeah. Um, And they said, I don't really know how dependable he is as he kind of isolates himself from the guys more times than not. Or they said, besides that, he's good at straightening Hank out. Honestly, I think Jeffrey Boomhauer puts himself above the rest of the guys and Hank right below him. Oh, wow. I know. Has some strong feelings for Boomhauer. Indeed. uh, About Boomhauer. I know. Um, And that is is interesting because it kind of makes me think about... uh, you know, this, you know, talking about uh, the video by Johnny Two Cellos really kind of, you know, maybe changed my perspective on Boomhauer. And I think there are a lot of really valid points made that made me, that humanized him more for me. Mm-hmm. Because before this, I don't think I thought bad of Boomhauer, but I think I, thought you know he doesn't have much going on and he sleeps around with women which is fine but like he doesn't really seem to give them too too much respect and he in some ways can seem extremely reliable and then in other ways maybe not as reliable like you know when they're looking for dale in the woods and he possibly has rabies and Boomhauer and Bill are just like going swimming in uh <laughs> right like by a waterfall. Um, right, they gave up immediately. And so maybe I almost wonder if I've like fallen into some kind of trap where like episodes where they try to give uh Cotton some redeeming moments. Ah. And you know, in the past, we've been like, oh, that feels like they're like forcing it a little bit. But I don't know if that's like really true to him. If we're falling into the same trap with uh, Boomhauer, like maybe he's not as great of a person as we think, but they just threw in a couple stories about him. I don't know. It's interesting to think about both perspectives because yeah, we don't know too much about him. So there's a lot of room for interpretation. Yes, I agree with all of all of that, I think that, you know, and I said, I think that he is a good person and I do still agree with that, but I think he has some pretty massive flaws, which <laughs> I do still agree with myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <What> I said. <laughs> and I do. But I don't <laughs> I don't recall any moments where he has demonstrated a, a short fuse. Maybe he's like gotten frustrated or annoyed. But I can't think of any time when he's really blown up. Uh, can you? No, I I really can't. I can't think of the short. I I I just can't. Um, I mean, even when he found out that Hank and the guys were the ones who like took his car and accidentally crashed it into the water, he he was upset. But it wasn't like he yelled at anyone. He just kind of 
was like, all right, now I'm going to give you the silent treatment. So fuck off. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I can't remember that one, but I, you know, you know, Nordo is the best does make some good points. He can't, yeah. he is unable to take a hint from women. Like when he's doing that gross hitting on women thing at the shoe store, that's disgusting. So yeah, you know, that's a huge uh, X on him for that one. Yeah, definitely. All right. And one more from our discord. X bleeple <laughs> says, I still refuse to believe his first <laughs> name is Jeff. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, and I said, I said, how come? And they said, it just doesn't fit. Hank, Bill, Dale, those match. He doesn't seem like a Jeff to me. <laughs> Jeff. Oh, that's a great point. Hank, Bill, Dale. What would like, what, what should come after that? Hank, Chad. Bill, Dale, Chad. <laughs> no, not he. I'm just kidding. Not Chad. Like, uh, um, Hank, Bill, Dale, Gary, Gary. Um, yeah. Hank, Bill, or even Dale, Guy, Guy. Because all of their names are like one. You know, what is it? Syllable. Bill, one syllable. Dale, Bill, Dale. Um, Rex, <laughs> Roy. Roy, Roy, Roy. I could see Roy, Roy, Frank, Roy. Uh, Frank. <laughs> Hank, Bill, Dale, Roy, Roy. That makes perfect sense. All right. So, have a couple of couple of uh, responses on our <laughs> on our uh, question on Instagram. Thoughts on Jeff Boomhauer? Let's see. <laughs> uh, well, right off the bat. Uh, let's see. Coco underscore Coco underscore bug underscore just says fucky. <laughs> fucky. I love it. Is, is it because you want to fuck him or is it because he's a fuck boy? <laughs> Five star man says, I think he's the product of inbreeding because his parents look downright related. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, everybody, you know, people go for like their spouses usually look like them. Or, like, one of their family members. Yeah, so messed up. It's weird. The real Slim Sadie 420, blaze it, mm. says, Wood smash. <laughs> uh, Dave Hoke says, Him, I can take or leave. <laughs> <laughs> Treehouse Creative, shout out to you guys. They're the ones who did our t shirts. Says, Dang old Yay. narc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. Uh, Jay Enrique V says his. God and damn it! Oh, sorry. All right, I'm go ahead. To read that. All right, I got had the phone so close up to my eyes. I was like, is that an I or a J? Uh, well, Jay underscore Enrique underscore V says mm-hmm. his and Peggy's implicit friendship is so underrated. I know. I, I would love. love that. I know. I would love to know more. Katie MC44 says, Blue Moon of Kentucky, keep on shining. (laughs) (laughs) David Burns Lamp says, Daddy. And then Spike Spiegel says, My baby daddy. (laughs) Well, I think I know what the. Jerry Seinfeld, uh, (laughs) spelled S I G N F E L D. Jerry Seinfeld says, good. <laughs> I think that I know what the results on our poll 
uh, poll poll is going to be. <laughs> well, oh, speaking of uh, poll. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm looking at it now. Let's see here. Wait, I have one more. Oh, oh okay. Big underscore red 22 says, Find me someone who doesn't like Boomhauer, and I'll find you a liar. Oh, well, I think we just did. Didn't we? Uh, what's, what's their face from our Discord? What's their face? Yeah. <laughs> Nordo is liar. the best. Liar. Somebody's calling you a liar. You better, you better get them. <laughs> you better get them up, Patreon, and fight them. That's right. <laughs> All, All right. right. Are we going to the poll? Yeah, we're doing the poll. Oh, yeah. All right. I I haven't looked at it. So what what are you seeing? What should I guess? What is it? Yes. I I want you to guess. Guess the percentage. Okay. Between the Bill Dozer and Poon Plower. Um, (laughs) Poon Plower. Damn it. That's the one I should have (laughs) done. Damn it. (laughs) That was way better. Um. I'm guessing 99.9% for <laughs> Poon Flower. And uh-huh. 0.01% is a write-in for... Uh, Joe Jorgensen. <laughs> for Hank. <laughs> for Joe Jack. <laughs> uh, it is Poon Howard or Poon Plowered. Is seventy seven percent. Oh, that's and, still too low. And Bill Dozed is twenty three percent. Oh my goodness! How how many people? So I mean, keep in mind we just posted this. So we got fifty six yeah. votes for Poon and nineteen for Bill Dozed. And shout 19. out to my fellow Bill Dozers. Freak. You you know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you like clingy men. I, you know what? I do. No, I don't. I can't stand it. <laughs> I mean, I do because of my ego. It's, it loves it. But in reality, <laughs> no. You know, it would, be, it would be pretty cool to know that you dated someone who also dated Ann Richards. I know. I mean, come on. He pulled Ann Richards. Like. Yeah. Let's be real here. I bet. And then he dumped her. Idiot. Idiot. Crazy. Crazy. God. (laughs) Somebody, uh, Kark, responded to our poll. It says 23% of y'all are freaky deaky. (laughs) (laughs) Freaky deaky. Freaky deaky. You know it. Walking into walking into this poll is like walking into Dale's nest in the woods when he was rabid. <laughs> just, just oh god, what is this? Freaky, freaky, deaky. <laughs> well, I'm definitely Team Poonflower. <laughs> you are weak. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, we learned a lot this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm walking away maybe a little bit more with a little bit more insight, but also a little bit more confused. A little bit less respect for me. (laughs) (laughs) 
I respect you. I respect anyone who will be, uh, I respect uh, anyone who would, uh, share a poll with Ann Richards, so to speak. <laughs> respect anyone who would admit something so shameful. <laughs> I respect your honesty. <laughs> but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand it. We were talking about Bill's underwear in rodeo days in the last episode when Bobby steals it. And the very thought seemed to disgust you profoundly. And you're just like, yeah, but I would do it. (laughs) Listen, there's, there are (laughs) rules to, there's rules to the banging of Bill. It includes a very long, very hot shower for him. Scrubbing all <laughs> aspects of his body everywhere, the undercarriage, the he- everywhere. Then, <laughs> would you be doing the cleaning? I absolutely would not be. I would also, because <laughs> during that time, I would be pounding alcohol, I would be pounding shots. <laughs> and, and it would also not be in his home and not mine. It would have to be a neutral okay. destination. <laughs> Well, that's a really good point because I was imagining all this happening in his home, and absolutely I absolutely not like thirty to forty percent of my disgust is can be attributed to his home. Yes, um, but if it was somewhere like a really really nice fancy hotel room, now I'm now mm. I'm maybe getting a little bit more into it. No, I'm talking motel motel sex. Oh. <laughs> Your silence speaks volume. <laughs> Just kidding. I wouldn't fuck anyone in a Motel 6. Not even myself. <laughs> I mean, you're going to have bed bugs guaranteed. If yeah, for sure. Already. Yeah, for sure. I will say Motel 6s are a lot nicer than they used to be. It's like uh, kind of a perfect place to stay if you're taking a pet because they redid all, most of them and they all have like these like really nice wood floors, which is well, kind of comforting because the carpet, I just assume mm-hmm. it's full of animal and human bodily fluids, you know? Oh, God. Guaranteed. It's on the walls Guaranteed, at, least. Like, at that point. At least a wood floor, you know, like if something was built, so to speak, uh, <laughs> it could be cleaned up. Oh, not that they would, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, so... anyway, thank you, Johnny. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. Everyone on the Patreon, everyone yes. on Instagram who submitted an answer really appreciate all of the the thoughtful insights and comments and you brave souls who also admit that you would get bulldozed we i stand in solidarity with you yes very brave very brave (laughs) (laughs) all right jackie i hope you um make it through the rest of this road trip and you don't come out sounding like boomhauer i i hope not either Hold on. I, I hope that either. We, <laughs> you, you, you're I already hope there. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have 22 minutes left. I'm almost there. I can be here. You're so close. I can be out. <laughs> All right. Listen, everyone. Next week, we'll have. This. 
<laughs> Shut up, Jackie. She's done. She's done. Everyone. <laughs> oh. All right. Listen, everybody, we love you. Uh, we will be back next week with Hanky Panky. And yeah. we're going to do it justice. Maybe. No promises, but probably. Maybe. <laughs> we'll try. As, we'll try as, as well as we can, you know, and. Yeah. So, you know, keep your expectations low. Anyway. Cool. All right. That's it, right? <laughs> yeah. Okie dokie. And until and then, next time. And until next time. <gasps> Via Condios. <laughs> wildly off. I know. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Dang old bye. Dang old bye.